You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. Lindsay Hatton's new novel is Monterey Bay. Thank you for joining me, Lindsay. Thank you. Lindsay, this book is set in Steinbeck's Cannery Row. Steinbeck and Ed Ricketts are both characters. That is a bridge quite far for a first writer to cross. <laughs> what made you want to cross that bridge? Oh, I love bridges. <laughs> it, I, I think any writing about the Monterey Bay area kind of has to include those guys in some way. Uh, they started out as being very minor parts of the novel. And the more I started to write about them, the more fascinating it became. So there you have it. <laughs> you have a wonderful heroine, uh, Margot Fisk. Uh, she's the daughter of a rather terrifying father figure who <laughs> struts in bringing capitalism wherever he goes and leaves behind generally a kind of series of broken wrecks. Talk about that father-daughter daughter relationship. I wanted it to be very unusual. You know, Mar- I think Margot needs a very very unconventional upbringing to result in the kind of woman she becomes. And I wanted Anders to be both someone she could conceivably come from and also fight against in order to form who she would be. You worked at the Monterey Bay Aquarium for many summers. When did you work? What age were you? And how did that feed into your desire to write a novel about the founding of the Monterey Bay Aquarium? Um, I started working there when I was 15 as a high school intern, and then I liked it so much that in the ensuing summers and um, a little bit in college during January J term, I came back to do other sorts of things, anything from entertaining the visitors in line to cleaning the tanks to preparing the food. Yeah, being behind those tanks on Cannery Row, it was so inspiring, and for the longest time I didn't quite know what I wanted to do with that. When I decided to write a novel about it, it seemed like the the best possible result. <laughs> For all the fabulous men characters you have to work with, Ed Ricketts and John Steinbeck, you also found some really interesting women characters in the background of Monterey. Talk about the women characters who fed into creating Margot Fisk. Absolutely. Um, there are a lot of, of wonderful uh, historical figures that I uncovered throughout my research. Uh, that influenced who Margot became. One of those is Julia Platt. She was the mayor of Pacific Grove in 1931 and was just unstoppable when it came to her her personal vision of how the Bay should be. Through some legislation, she devised what would later be known as the Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuary. She was also a strong advocate for public beaches. When they tried to make the beach around Lover's Point a private beach, she did everything in her power to stop that. It was a very Margot-like character in my mind. And also uh, Carol Steinbeck, John Steinbeck's first wife. Like Margot, she was an artist who specialized in kind of bizarre nude portraits. It was Steinbeck's most important reader and editor and a very an extraordinarily strong-willed woman. Um, Steinbeck once said of her, actually in the dedication to The Grapes of Wrath, it is to Carol who willed this book into existence. She was a, a tough cookie, a great intellect in her own right, and again, very much like Margot in terms of her demeanor and her expectations for herself and her work. Taking on the voice of John Steinbeck in your book, that's quite a challenge. Yeah. You wrote dialogue for him. How did you approach writing dialogue for one of America's most famous writers? I used his own words. He left 
some fascinating journals and letters and essays behind. One of the the books that I that I really latched onto is a compilation of his letters that he wrote and journals that he wrote during the writing of Grapes of Wrath. And so ex- that's exactly the time period I deal with in my novel. So th- these were his unguarded thoughts and worries and expectations. And having read those, it was it was remarkably easy to put that into dialogue. I really I really felt like his voice became a part of my own when writing the book. Ed Ricketts is one of John Steinbeck's most unforgettable characters. Mm-hmm. He's certainly equally unforgettable here. Talk about creating your Ed Ricketts as opposed to John Steinbeck's and where you differed or how much you thought about that at, at all. I thought about it a lot. I, I thought about it a lot, but not so much that it would drive me off track. That's the funny thing about about writing about a character who's not actually a character, but who's a real person, but who is known as a character. <laughs> there are lots of layers there. What I, what I wanted to do with Ricketts was start from the assumption that he was a real man, a real scientist. Because I did not know him and had no personal connection to him, it was important for me not to whitewash what Steinbeck might have whitewashed um, in terms of his personal flaws which is not to say that I, that I really went after him in this book, but I, I hope to have presented perhaps a less sentimental view of him, for better or for worse. A complicated and, I think, more interesting figure. Oh, yeah, thank you. The landscape of Monterey hovers over this book. It shapes this book. It shaped the aquarium. But the way you shaped the aquarium is not the way it was really shaped. That's a, that's a big change to make in your in a historical novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did you decide to go with a alternate history, as it were, for that bit of the novel? It always seemed to me that there was an alternate founding legend. From what I know of Julie Packard, the real-life founder of the aquarium, she is a kind, reasonable person, which is no fun to write about. <laughs> <laughs> so much more fun to write about a loose cannon who founds the aquarium inspired by heartbreak and revenge. But yeah, it's such it's such an inspirational place for me, such a beautiful place in so many ways, such an odd place. And for me, it was such a wonderful creative and intellectual challenge to create my own mythology surrounding it. The new novel by Lindsay Hatton is Monterey Bay. Thank you for joining me, Lindsay. Thank you. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.